Welcome to another episode of Spirit Talks with Natalie Brown. Spirit Talks is all about conscious conversations to awaken and enlighten. It was born from a desire to bring together a conscious community and create opportunities for deeper connection and real conversations. This platform is for inspiring heart leaders, guardians of the earth, and conscious entrepreneurs sharing the spirit of all things, their divine wisdom, revolutionary ideas, inventions, modalities, and channelings to bridge the gap between our world and the spiritual world in order to shift the consciousness of humanity. It's so good to be here for another Spirit Talks. Today, I am joined by Adele Wolfenden, Mel Garrity, and Harry Bunce Angel Kaur. Is that how you pronounce it? Angel Kaur. Core, yeah. okay, core. <laughs> um, so these beautiful women have joined me today for this conversation about what it means to be human during the Great Awakening. So I'm really super excited to see where this is going to go for us. If you can hear the wind in the background, we're having a massive storm in New Zealand. So we're going to just place a beautiful container around mm. the space so that we, our conversations can obviously be heard and be received during this amazing time that we live in. So welcome, beautiful women. Thank you for being here. I'm so mm. grateful. So Adele, you're at the top of my screen. So let's start with you. Tell us where you're from, what do you do? What's your superpowers? <laughs> I love it. I'm in Brisbane, near Brisbane, um, in Sanford. Uh, the Garamgar clan of the Jinnabara people. Oh, and I, in simple terms, help people remember who they are, embody their truth, reconnect with themselves, with all of their relationships with Mama Gaia, with all that is, <clears throat> and yeah, to live in their soul self and creating magic containers and portals for that to happen including uh, sacred dance, yoga, sound journeys, one-on-one -on -one sessions, private mentoring, whatever it takes basically to, um, to come home and to live a life of magic and fulfill our soul's purpose. Mm. Sounds amazing. Sounds gorgeous. <laughs> it makes me so excited about all of these beautiful souls that I have, all of the speakers on this platform and the magic and the medicine and the gifts and the abilities that all of you have and that you're bringing forward into this world is just incredible. So yeah, it's, it excites me. I've got goosebumps running all over my body. <laughs> Thank too. you for sharing that, Odell. Mel Garrity. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and what's your superpowers. Hi, everyone. I'm so pleased to be here. So just thank you, Natalie, um, for facilitating this beautiful event. So um, I am in New Zealand. I'm in Greytown, which is the kind of lower east coast of the North Island, a very, very, very small country town. I'm a mum of three. I have three boys, um, married, and I um, have a background in medicine. Um, both kind of like holistic um, and allopathic training. And I am really um, a spiritual teacher, a facilitator and a new earth leader um, in kind of quite a few different aspects. Definitely the familyhood codex, the mother codex 
and spiritual ascension and evolution um so i'm just here celebrating everyone and um yeah that's me <laughs> thank you so much for being here wow that's a lot um <laughs> i would love to know more about the mother codex but we'll jump into that in a minute and you can tell us more about that Hari Barnes, please share with us where you're from and what's your superpower? What do you do? Okay, so I'm in the far north of New Zealand too. Um, I live here on the land with my husband, our two children who are seven and 12. And we also have a lovely friend, Lida, who lives with us too. And it's also um, expanding to incorporate another couple and their baby moving on as we speak. Um, yeah, and I guess my focus really since I began this journey has been on the yoga and dance, Shakti dance particularly, um, healing work. But I think that my superpower really is about uh, bringing people together. It's around community. Um, it's around creating sacred spaces for people to connect and create families because there's lots of people that uh, live in away from their families here in New Zealand. So it feels like that's one of the, the things that I do. And also an ability to, um, to become a pure channel for the divine, to let go of any attachment to, to the me, within me, and to bring through information and sound and intuitive healing. Beautiful. Yeah, I know you do sing. Actually, Adele also sings. So we've got mm. some beautiful singers on this talk today. Um, did you bring your guitars and your drums? Of course. No. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have a song that wants to come through at some point, though. It's a well, short maybe one. Maybe we can hear it. So thank you so much, Harry Barnes. That's amazing. And I love that you say, you know, creating sacred space for people to come together and community and that's so important because this is part of the human experience is knowing that we're not alone that we yes we have responsibilities as a human being here you know to look after ourselves to take um care of ourselves to do the inner healing to go to those uncomfortable spaces that we don't want to go to necessarily but when we have a space to go to and there's other beautiful souls, like-minded souls and people that really resonate with us or that we can resonate with at a soul level. It makes it so much easier, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So having these beautiful community spaces, having circles and um, ritual spaces and all of those different types of things where people can go to and feel like they can share you know, share their story, share what they're going through. That is such an important part of this human experience. So that brings us on to our topic today, what it means to be human during the Great Awakening. So who would like to go first and share with me their thoughts on this topic? Mm, sure. Um, that was weird. My candle just went out. That was really strange. <laughs> I'm right. going to light the other one. <laughs> Go for it. I'm gonna light the big mama. Um, <laughs> getting some orange light up in here. All right, so sacral center is activated. <laughs> um, Go. So as I was um, as I was filling into this topic, I just think it's hilarious because this week, um, 
on Saturday I helped to facilitate an event and the response I got at the end was like you're not human and I was like yeah I am and and I think there's this common misconception that when like humans are like um in the light or radiating at a high frequency or in flow or in love with life and and magic is happening that you can't possibly be human and and I think so much of what's happening right now is that humans are kind of increasing their frequency and it's having to accept that we are actually so much more fucking magical and powerful than we have been taught and conditioned mm-hmm. to believe and so as I was diving deeper into what it means to be human I started going to the root of the word human itself and then I found it was the the Latin root is humus which is the organic matter and compound of the earth and the soil so essentially we are the earth and mm-hmm. I find when we relate ourselves back to nature and see ourselves as nature then it, it there's this thing that happens and this is the part that has allowed myself and my partner Keegan to like fully come together in this spiritual journey it's been the bridger between like oh I'm a spiritual being it's actually nature has allowed us like this common theme of like oh we're we're both animals we're both humans in this life now and coming yeah like meeting together at that place and remembering that um we are both from the earth and and we have been formed of all of this organic matter and and I think that sometimes helps so much just to think you know we are we're the same as like shit and we're the same as all this other stuff that we have maybe put down on like you know not being so worthy but then simultaneously you know being human then is also um we have a sacred role you know we we definitely have a sacred role being Mm. able like the consciousness that we have in being able to then be the channel between the earth and the divine and and embody our our soul and and also when I was going into that more deeply in relation to nature if we think of our soul as the essence, the true essence that we are, it's the same as a plant and the same as an animal has its own unique essence and it just lives the way that it is and it can't do anything else because that's what nature is. And mm-hmm. so returning to the soul and embodying the soul as a human, <laughs> embodying then that's us returning to our original essence like when we were born as a baby and nature if you go to the root of that also is um natus which is to to be born Mm -hmm. and so all of nature is born and we are born and we are all the same that's it for now (laughs) wow so much wisdom in that um yes it ultimately comes back to us being part of all so even in our physical vessel you know this physical beautiful temple and body that we have because it is a temple right it houses our soul it's a divine temple it's a sacred vessel for our soul ultimately when we 
bring back that reconnection and I love what you're saying about that you know especially accepting that we are at a higher level that we're moving into a higher frequency but we're still human beings we're still human we are holding more light in physical form but we are still very much human beings and that connection to our human self helps us to enjoy life more helps us to embody our soul essence which what you said and bring that soul essence anchored into the physical form so that we can live our life with more joy, more determination, more acceptance, compassion and kindness, and everything that we are here to experience as human beings. Mm. Thank you for sharing that, Adele. Hmm. Mel, you're on my screen next. What does it mean to you to be a human being during these awakening times? Yeah, so it's a really interesting question and um, I like what um, everyone is sharing and I think for me, what it means for me is that it means something different for everybody. Because we have our own unique blueprint and our own unique conditioning and templating and programming, the way that we interface with the holy hologram that is this life is actually about how we live as a human like the challenges, the joys, the highs, the lows, being spiritual in a human body means the whole spectrum. And it means actually wholeheartedly engaging in every single aspect of life, because this is a beautiful, rich, abundant, prosperous, amazing earth that we get to live on. And so part of being human is actually just having a human experience. And, you know, that's dancing with life and unfolding the beautiful rose of your heart. It's manifesting your heart's desire. It's, you know, kind of, you know, creating what heaven looks like for us in this reality and learning how to overcome those programmings, overcome those templates, overcome um, the density and for those of us who are light workers and leaders and who are on the journey you know for for those of us who are awakening and are um, you know continuing our ascension and evolution it then becomes like a higher game where it's actually about bridging the gap and it's about um you know being more anchored in sovereignty consciousness and prosperity consciousness and allowing, you know, like our daily devotion and ritual to connect up through and down into the crystal core of Gaia, Sophia Gaia, or, you know, Nova, however, whatever you want to call Papa Tuanuku, our beautiful earth, and actually anchoring down that higher consciousness and then being, not doing, just being who we are in like a resonance and allowing that frequency to guide others. Because what we're aiming for, and I guess the game plan here, the kind of long-term vision, is that we have the collective awaken, um, and collectively enough of us choose, you know, a different density, a higher frequency. And so I think being human is a combination of spiritual, human, animal, you know, earth, and it's about the the full spectrum and also then when we're going through purges or we're going through emotional upset or we're healing or looking at parts of ourselves that you know didn't know what they knew back then who are who are coming up to the surface to be healed 
to not make it mean anything, to release mm. the judgment and to bring in this um, consciousness of the sacred heart and, and actually live in heart consciousness every day in every moment and for me you know that means being a mother you know blessed is the child who lives in the home of the awakened mother you know mm. because they're actually um they're purging density lifting their frequency and navigating the realities without doing anything just by living with us mm. and so heart consciousness radiates out into you know like that ripple effect the impact grid wider and wider into our communities and so I, to answer your question, I think that being a human and what it means to be spiritual is the full spectrum and, you know, living in compassionate, loving kindness mm. as, as, as much as we can, um, yeah. you know, as much as we can. That is so beautiful. Thank you, Mel. Oh, there's so many golden nuggets in there. And I want to come back to something that you said, you know just recently about the awakened mother imagine if we all as awakened souls right can live our life from that space of consciousness in this human form what a different world this would be and what a different world are we creating through this and this is what's happening right now yeah. as each soul is awakening they are peeling away the layers of excuse me, of what they are not, what they perceive themselves to be, the limitations, and stepping into higher consciousness where there's this beautiful space of being in the heart, like you said, this heart consciousness, right? And it doesn't matter then if you are a grandmother or if you're a grandfather or if you are a child auntie, or whatever it is. An auntie, Anybody. an uncle, a sister, yeah. a neighbor. You know, we just mm. had our neighbors over here um, yeah. helping me look after the baby while I was getting ready and checking the sound and stuff. You know, it's actually about the reestablishment of community consciousness because that's what we're yes. missing. Um, exactly. And so it begins actually at home. Absolutely. And it begins, well, I believe it begins, the home is where the heart is. Totally. <laughs> that's where it begins right mm. and this is so beautiful because then what happens is we then have more compassion because we have done the inner work we have more compassion then for other people and kindness and we can move forward in this space as living as a human being not with a colgate smile the whole time <laughs> you know because that's not bloody real either but from the <laughs> from the space of of um honor respect for ourselves and for other things for the things that's around us and for our beautiful planet that we we get to call home as well isn't it amazing so thank mm. you so much for sharing that we'll come back to the programming in a minute but Harry Barnes I want to hear from you what does it mean to you to be human during the great awakening okay so the, there's been lots of really nice comments already that I would uh, resonate mm -hmm. with and it was interesting, Adele, that you'd looked into the meaning of human. I'd also had a quick look because I'd remembered reading something about the word hue. Um, and I found it in the um, book around the Sufis. So hue is, the, is kind of known as that first sound before other sounds. And in the Kundalini Yoga, we have the ong is the, is the kind of primal sound. So for me, I guess, being human is 
about mm. everything that everyone else has already said. <laughs> um, but there's also something about our unique sound and the need for that to come to the fore more because when we come from that place and that vibration, then we can start to really shift things for ourselves and other people. And mm. um, yeah, and I think I've been doing quite a lot of um, womb work and actually this weekend, we've got the lovely Talia Brand coming up to Taupo Bay to do a women's retreat. And just really dropping down into that slower and um, softer space within myself. Mm. Trusting the, the sounds that come forward and the words that we speak, because words have so much strength and power behind them. And... I guess for me, as well as being, there's also something around the way we act. So for me, being human is um, gives us a possibility every day to choose how we act. Uh, so I know that um, in the yoga, we talk about how we can choose to be either an animal, a human or an angel. And we have all of those options open to us. Um, and I was chatting to someone the other day as well about astrology and and there's, you know, a tendency sometimes with numerology and astrology to kind of think, okay, well, this is who I am in this box. And I don't expand beyond that. And I can't change those habits. And I kind of feel like actually anything is possible. Mm. And we don't have to um, live within the confines of those, um, those sharings, although they do shed lots of light. So it's not about undermining those practices because I, I love numerology. Um, but it's about saying, OK, but we can make choices in every action that we take to come from a different place. And that's a place of greater understanding and consciousness and a place of um, humility and really allowing the divine to flow through us in the actions that we take. Mm, yes, yeah, so much. So true. Allowing the divine to flow through us and the actions that we take. Let that just sink in for a moment for those people that's listening. It is merging the soul because this is what's happening, merging the higher soul self, the frequency of that with our human self. And it's a, there's a fine balance here because there is also the space of like, do we want to be too much in that spiritual, oh, high, angelic, you know, whatever? I remember someone once saying to me, Nat, my gosh, you really balance being human and being spiritual really well. Because I can drop the F-bomb when I need to. And I also have this real divine space of being. And I feel like there is this this matching or this merging of of this beautiful space where there's flow when you combine everything and when you are accessing those points to be able to commun communicate and also be in communion with the earth with the divine and with your human self because how do we heal ourselves as human beings if we do not want to feel and if we're constantly living in the spiritual if we don't want to feel our pain, if we don't want to feel what's going on for us and what's happening for us on a day-to-day -day basis, how do we evolve? How do we transform? And this comes, this brings me to programming. 
this brings me to limitations. You know, what are some of the limitations that you have experienced as human beings? You know, when you went through your journey to where you're at now and doing the work that you are doing, what are some of the hardest, the most difficult things that you've experienced and how did you overcome it? Let's start, start with Harry this time. Can I, um, before we jump onto that subject, I just really feel like, can mm. I just speak into something that Harry Barnes shared before that I feel like is sure. super important? Um, and it was about numerology and astrology. And I feel like what we're witnessing right now is the 40 bridges open is that there's a lot of kind of like new agey stuff and the, the gene keys and, um, the what's the other one when you're a manifester a, or a human a, design human design and there's yeah. all these new ways and um just before i jumped on i was having a bit of prayer and i was like what what is the most important thing to share and actually the message was know thyself and mm. i just really wanted to touch on what you said because these are tools that we have access to know who we are and then what you know and then what else and i think it's important to encourage people that although like that's a really beautiful way to get to know yourself it is not everything because we're infinite mm. right it's it's a foundation to like this is a part of your being who you know who you are and, and unfold yourself and like when you start getting into numerology and and true astrology it's really really cool but it's mm. it's a framework yeah um, so I just felt like um just sharing that because I think it's important that we don't get stuck and only identify as that one thing oh I'm a projector so only you know it's going to take me three weeks to blah 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 before I this that and the other and I can't take action because somebody said this thing about me mm. and it's just not allowing you know that to only be our own identity and allowing the unfolding of knowing yourself to continue and evolve because I believe that, you know, over time there'll be, you know, there'll be more advanced teachings about this. And these are like foundational um, tools. Yeah. And, and, and each part of our human evolution, there will be tools for you to ascend, to yeah. come to consciousness, to come yeah. to awareness, to make up your own mind and choose because you're a sovereign being with free will, right? Absolutely. This yeah. is what people forget. Like if someone tells you, do it this way, and you feel in your gut, hell no, I'm not doing this, but you still do it, right? It's going against what your soul is speaking through you. Mm -hmm. So yes, I remember human design in the beginning when it first came out, I didn't resonate with it at all, but also I didn't understand it fully. So once um, I had been this friend that kept on talking about human design and I was like, okay, do my human design. Let's see what this is all about. And I, I ended up understanding what it was for. It was simply a map mm -hmm. that you could choose which direction you wanted to go. What it helped me with very deeply was my relationship with my children. Yeah. That it really, really helped me with. So I think out of each of these tools, you have to, um, you know, take what is for you, what is for you and not take it at face value yeah. or black and white. So thank you, Mel, for sharing that. Mm -hmm. Anyone else have anything to say about that? I guess just to add to that as well, there is something around discernment, especially when you begin on this kind of journey. Yeah. And I guess yeah. that's part of the path. No, there are so many bits of information out there. And so 
Um, mm. I kind of think feel like we've lost the ability um, at some level, some of us to discern um, the information that is going to help to elevate and evolve us and the information that isn't so. Yeah. So how do we bring people back to that space of, you know, knowing because there is so much information out there. There's so much information. If you can imagine the bombardment of all the courses and the programs and the stuff that is out there, right? And then you've still got your own limiting beliefs to deal with and your relationships to deal with. And it's you like, what the heck have I signed up for as a human being, right? What am I doing? Why did I even come here? Because it's an earth school. Yeah, <laughs> we're here to learn. So I guess what I'm asking is how can we, for those people that are listening out there and will come to the limiting beliefs in a moment, how can we really help them understand when they come to that space of knowing, what do they have to look out for? What is it, what is it that you have come across in your lives that you can give them some tools and tips? Mm -hmm. uh, I guess for me, uh, it's always been a feeling. So um, if it's felt comfortable, then I've normally um, trusted it. I do remember one experience where I'd, got, I'd done a week long course and um, someone had put a poster up for some sound healing. And I thought, oh, that'd be a nice treat at the end of the retreat to go on and do that. And I lie down in this space and the person starts to play all these instruments and he's kind of behind the screen. And I just started to really feel uncomfortable and it was just not resonating. And I was lying there going, oh, what shall I do? This is feeling uncomfortable. And eventually I was like, I can't stay. <laughs> I can't stay and do this. And so I just was like, I'm really sorry, but I, this isn't working for me. I need to go. <laughs> and and this got... is another thing. This is another thing. When we find ourselves in a situation, right, that is uncomfortable, and we're like, oh, I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> you know, I don't want to... Um, show people that are, you know, that I have a different thought around this. And this is human beings. It's like, I don't want to, you know, let people look at me when I'm walking out. You know how many times I've walked out of things that I felt uncomfortable with? Because you listen to your truth. If something feels off, it most likely is off, or it's not at that moment in time what is needed or required for you as a soul, as a human being. Mm. So it's super important to listen to that truth. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think as well is that like, I felt like collectively, like all of us answered telepathically, you know, feeling. <laughs> um, and like, I think for a lot of mm -hmm. like, awakening <laughs> souls and um, those of us, you know, like I was, I was kind of, I was born awake, so I didn't have like a great awakening. It just has been, my blessing that I've been born into a family of of really beautiful um awakened females and so for I think the most important thing is you know I have like my clear cognizant my clairvoyant you know those gifts are turned on but the most powerful one for most of the collective consciousness is clairsentient 
and it is the feeling frequency i feel really good at your house i feel nice in your company i have a feeling that i need to go home now you know we have these feelings that are actually always connecting and interfacing with the holy hologram that we're living in and a, a really powerful way to um amplify your discernment is to celebrate when your feeling has been correct you know, mm. thank you so much feelings for, you know, telling me that I needed to go home now, that I needed to have an early night or that I needed da, 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 da. because, you know, everyone actually has this already, but because of our conditioning and our programming in the matrix, it's, it's, it's turned down and it's shut off. And it's even how we interface with, you know, like um, social media and Facebook and all of these things where we're responding all the time but we're not saying, how does this make me feel? Mm -hmm. um, and another really powerful way to discern is to ask for assistance, <laughs> like really simple, higher self, angels, guides, you know, um, some people might be really connected to earth fairies or the elementals or like whatever, everything, you know, people I think genuinely know what that is. And it's just like, hey, can you assist me, soul, can you help me make a decision and most people who are leaders and um, facilitators and healers and guides and mentors don't slide into private messaging and say hey i've had a feeling about you <laughs> do you want a private reading you know oh, so like yes. being responsible and spiritually yeah. mature like i think the baby playground is over and it's time to like really spiritually grow up and be responsible and don't allow yourself to be taken advantage of and and um you know like step into this energy where actually like you can feel whether or not this is aligned for you and then trust it you know and it doesn't matter if it's like a super high-end offer or someone who's perceivably doing really well in this industry it, it, or even just like a meditation on youtube mm. like if it's not aligned turn it off yeah. celebrate thank you for spirit great spirit higher self soul family whatever trevor you know thank you i listened and mm -hmm. amplify it and begin to practice um you know establishing that even greater and then what happens is a flow and effect from that is the other senses begin to develop and that's where we become you know like really you know telepathic and clairvoyant and we're like tapping in because the energy is always there it's just about us lifting up ourselves to match it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So it's all available. It's all within us already. All the information is there. It's just how do you lean in? Do you want to lean in? Do you want to tune in? Or are you going to continue listening to other people and base your life on their human experiences? Or are you going to make your own human life experience? And this is so important. It comes to the the choosing, the truth of who you are, because you are unique as a human being, as a soul. Your creator codes that you hold within you are incredibly powerful and unique. Your um, energetic makeup and your physical makeup, your DNA, right, is completely unique. Why do people always want to be like other people? Mm -hmm. Why do we want to be like that leader or like, you know, your best friend or wear the same clothes why is it not okay to be your best human self within this lifetime so mm. I feel 
you know, there's a lot in that. Adele, do you have anything to say about this, my love? Oh, I just feel like on that topic of, you know, when people come into the space and and they've like for some reason felt that calling to go home and they're always like some at the beginning they're like oh I'm so sorry you know and then now it's it feels like we're at that point where people are like they come back and they're like yeah you know I'm just selling my celebrating myself for trusting that and going home and like they sit and I just love I love the fact that now we're we're letting the ego take a back seat especially as well as facilitators of being like that soul like that's a fucking celebration moment when they can just be like I know what I need right now and I'm honoring the fuck out of that and Mm. and so yeah I think that I think it's just as facilitators like letting the ego just disappear so that we can actually continue this evolution journey and like celebrate the fact that they can feel and they know what they need at that moment and it's so perfect and it's so beautiful what I'm witnessing and like because I like we Facebook stalked each other and we're all like facilitators (laughs) and doing events and the other important thing to know is like in the industry and and as leaders is that if, if we're not allowing people to listen to that and then they stay they lower the frequency. It affects the whole group. The healing isn't as potent. The transmission isn't well received. And then, you know, like you're compromising your your own spiritual integrity and your channel by forcing others to be there in a space where they can't they can't even receive your codex. And so, you know, it is always like a co-creation, you know, and, and we can't hold anyone hostage to their like their own spiritual <laughs> journey. Yeah. God damn it, ascend with me. You know, like it doesn't work. Exactly. You know, it, and it is totally about responsibility, right? So as a facilitator, and I want to talk about this, as a human being here, being a leader, facilitator, space holder, whatever you want to call it, we have to take real responsibility that if something, if if there's a person that's coming into our container that doesn't feel right, that doesn't feel aligned with us, it's up to us to, to really guide that person to where it might be the right space for them. Perhaps we know of someone else that we can mm. send them to because what happens is if you work with that person and you know that it's not right, it drains you, yeah. okay? it drains them. They don't necessarily have the transformation they want because there is no alignment. Um, And unfortunately, I've been in that situation before where I've really wanted to help someone. I really, truly wanted to help some and they were not willing to do the work. They were not willing to step up and take responsibility for themselves. And I was literally pulling them up the whole time and I could feel myself being drained. So as we're navigating our humanness here as spiritual leaders and as change makers, it's super important to listen to your your, um, intuition and to allow yourself through those people that you're serving to have your frequency attract the people that you want to serve and that you want to work with, right? I'm not sure where we're going with this right now, but (laughs) Harry Barnes, you um, wanted to say something. Yeah, just to add one other point, um, 
and maybe you've come across this, but what I have also come across is that sometimes when I am running an event or doing something in the days leading up to it, quite often people suddenly start to get ill. And so there is also that awareness, you know, as a facilitator that um, things start to move before people arrive in a space um, yeah. and, and trying to um, use the opportunity to explain that to people. So, yeah. Um, so that they can go okay um, maybe I will come yeah, and it yeah, isn't just awesome. me kind of you know it isn't just my ego not wanting there's something happening here and just for people that maybe haven't gone through that process before to understand that that things start to move before an, an event or um, some work's going to be done yeah work is always done before like my mm. you know my clients will always say to me even with um, the initiations and the Centaurus stuff, oh, you know, things start happening like 48 hours before or 72 hours before, and it's getting you ready energetically for that space that you're going to be in. Mm -hmm. But I want to come back to ego because we talked about, we actually mentioned the word ego about four or five times in this conversation. And I feel like it's an important part of understanding the ego where it is, how, how it affects us still now, today, as human beings, okay? For those people that are more into the awakened stages or that have awakened, they have this realization that the ego has been ruling the roost for a long time and that there is some perceptions and fears and limitations and blocks and all of those kind of things that they haven't dealt with because the ego has been trying to keep them safe. Okay, now there's a lot of other things involved with this. You know, there's the matrix of control. It's how we are being fed, spoon fed information and how we make decisions around, you know, who we are and what we want to do here. So there's a lot of different things. But coming back to talking about the ego, if you think about times in your life where you've had limitations and you've had blocks and you've had these belief systems that have really stopped you from enjoying your human experience. Can you share a time like that, please? Sure. Um, I mean, I'll just, exp I'll express something that's like happened not that long ago <laughs> where I was like, oh fuck, I can't believe how much I've still been controlled by my ego and it was actually to the point of like going live which is great that we're here now and I'm here live speaking and my whole body and my nervous system is relaxed it could probably be more relaxed I mean I could probably take a breath and be more relaxed <laughs> but in general like I couldn't go live like a couple of months ago to talk about a topic or something because my I would flip straight into my mind whenever I would go to express something that I was like really passionate about and then it would just disappear like I couldn't access because what I was wanting to express was from my heart and was from my soul and when I would flip into my mind it would disconnect me it's like I only just had a head <laughs> and I didn't have my whole body with me. And so by noticing that, then I, I lent in and I did it anyway because I was, I was like, okay, how do I break free? How do I break free from this like 
fucking like thing that's just got a grip all through me do it just do it (laughs) and you know I say this to my clients all the time I feel like I feel like it's um you know what we say to our clients is our own greatest medicine again and again and again and and so by doing it it created this level of freedom of like all right well done Odell good job and then through the practicing and the processing of that it's now become one of my favorite things to do is to practice being in my heart and expressing what is coming through in that moment so yeah that was a recent experience experience and yeah I think I I did do a a topic of like you know the human freak out moment versus the you know soul embodied self and yeah it's, it's definitely a powerful topic to explore and and keep experiencing as a human that's for sure yeah and the ego can keep us in that human freak out moment for as long as it wants to because that's all it knows you know that's all it is programmed to be in that way and if you've lived your life all your life in that program running that software the whole time something has to change right the software has to be interrupted or you have to upload something different or a new program I'm talking very AI here now but it's not AI this is what has been put out there for humanity to be a certain way okay Mm -hmm. and we forgot who we are we forgot that we have the ability to be able to be free and sovereign human beings that can freaking heal themselves right that can make choices for themselves yeah. And the powers that be are doing their damnedest and their hardest to still keep us into in this matrix of control where we are running a software program that is literally keeping us on a path that is of not knowing what is our truth, what is our light. And the ego has a big part to play in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So talk to me. Yeah, I really want to speak on this because I think it's super important to um, understand that like, you know, the, the job of being a human being is not to transcend our ego, you know, our ego is actually serving a purpose and it's keeping us safe. And our job is to make friends with that and come into holy communion, come into our whole self without condition total unconditional love even for the ego and bless it and take it with us on the journey because it's kind of like ascension right we can't we're not ascending to a different planet where you know the neighbors aren't going to be there anymore that's not that's not what's happening we are actually as a collective consciousness lifting our frequency and therefore being the embodiment of the new earth frequency and so coming back into what you were saying about like programming and you know like the, the human journey is that a huge part of my work uh, my foundational work is actually deprogramming from the slave codes and the super slave codes and what actually you know spending time to look at you know what what programming you have and not making it mean anything but allowing yourself to take the journey of mastery of specific things and like big ones for me i i had a medical practice um i was hugely ingrained in in, in that industry and a lot of that was hierarchical 
you know, because doctors are perceived to be, you know, really high up in the food chain. And, um, you know, this was wrapped up in identity, the need to make others proud, you know, the need to please, the need to heal, you know, all this other stuff that actually was feeding and fueling my ego. Now that was still coming from a really nice place. You know, the desire to help humanity, the desire to be, you know, like active in my community and, and um, you know, supporting others in their journey. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, what happened was because I wasn't living in alignment of allowing my channel to come through and do these big activations and quantum surgeries, which is like me living my greatest potential, I was being sick, I was getting sick. Mm. So I was, I was forced to then seek out, you know, like essentially like a living master and, and begin my journey of witnessing these programmings and these templates and all this conditioning that I had um, been gifted as a human and then beginning the journey to unplug from those and heal from that and release and surrender and trust that, you know, like I could let go of what I was getting out of it because my I was getting a lot out of it. You know, I was getting a fucking hero complex. I was getting the savior thing. I was like, I was really, and people would look at me in the community and respect me, mm. <laughs> you know, and it's about like what, what happens is that we are actually initiated by our experience all the time. Yeah. And so for me, you know, the, the, the kind of hero's journey was to release and surrender, hand over, especially, I mean, COVID gave me a great opportunity to actually like look at that directly in the mirror and be like, this isn't fucking serving me at all. Um, and obviously because I'm completely non-compliant <laughs> with, with the agenda, mm-hmm. um, is that, you know, I had to go through this big process of, of letting it all go. And I think for anyone who's on the journey or beginning the unfolding of this is just really, and I've only just like just recently embodied this, so please don't think that I'm like there because I've only like literally days ago, is that slow is fast. Oh, yeah. Slow the fuck down. Yeah. Be slow with your practice. Be slow with your integration, your embodiment, your learning, your time frame. You know, the Great Awakening is not happening on the 23rd of September next (laughs) month, you know. We've got years and years and years of unfolding in waves that are overseen by a a supreme force. And, like, it's okay. Mm. And and once I realised that, it was like, oh, okay. I don't have to assume by September. <laughs> yeah, it takes the pressure off completely. <laughs> and actually, we have been going through the Great Awakening, not yeah. just this year, not just five years ago or 10 years ago, forever. Mm. Okay? This has been an unfolding for humanity for as long as you can possibly imagine. The truth. So there are beings out there that are like celebrating with us. They're excited about what humanity, the level of consciousness humanity has reached. And you know what? By us coming up to this point, the space of slowing down and something that came through about two and a half, three years ago now, Spirit said to me, tell human beings to simplify their lives. 
this is the key to human evolution mm. simplify and there is so mm. much in that because it is about slowing down it's about not running out and trying to find you know trying to watch all the netflix you can possibly watch and eat all the ice cream it's not about you know all of those things that we look at outside of ourselves it's about coming within simplifying our our, our own inner self to connect more deeper with our higher self and the divine and the earth and everything because mama nature is very intricate but also very simple mm. in its way of com connecting communicating with us just walk outside in nature and feel the sun on your face okay that's not hard it's not difficult go swim in the ocean it's not hard it's not difficult so we can connect and simplify our lives and also our relationships so it's super important to know that this human journey for so long there's so many distractions there's so many things that pull us away from us being with ourselves and in communion and connection with other people and ultimately that's where the beauty lies and in connection with mother nature so if there is one thing that you take from this today, beautiful souls, if you're listening, is go and declutter. Declutter your home, declutter your mind, get rid of those belief systems. You know, it's beautiful, Mel, that you said, you know, the ego is there to be seen. I always say to the ego, just step back a little bit. Let me just hear my soul because the ego is really loud, right? All of those belief systems that we have can be so loud in your head. So just step back a little bit and let me hear my soul. And when we go into that stillness, when we slow down, then we have the ability to access that. And then we can make choices, new choices, different choices going forward. Harry Buns, what would you like to say about this, my love? Oh, lots, of, lots of things come through. Um, hmm. So in terms of experiences, um, mm. for me, one of my limitations was probably um, about, well, it was about thinking I knew it all. And <laughs> this was particularly prevalent in my teaching of yoga. So when I first started teaching yoga a long time ago now, 15 years ago or so, and um, I remember a lot of my classes, um, you know, I was quite harsh, like, you've got to do this, do this. And I was like, I can do it, why can't you? I didn't really do any modifications. And then I was like, why can't they do it? And it was particularly prevalent when I lived in Spain for a period of time. And I had a, a class and I had about, um, it was a big full class. It was probably the fullest class I've ever had with yoga in the town council. And every week the numbers would drop and to the point where the person in the council called me in and she's like, can you not can I adjust the way you're teaching the yoga? Because we are noticing numbers are dropping. And I was like, no, no, it's gotta be this way. <laughs> and then, <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> And eventually, yeah, it, it ended. They couldn't pay me because obviously no one was going to the classes. Oh, and, and at that point, at that point, I was like, oh, okay. Mm. And then, yeah, so I took a very long look at myself and what I was doing. Mm. And I think part of that as well ties into what you said, Mel, about the structures and the hierarchy and you kind of, you know, you do your training and you think it's got to be done in a certain way. Mm. And so that was really about me finding me and finding the way I needed to teach. And the best thing that happened to me then was moving to a very small community in Gran Canaria. 
And then some local ladies kept kind of going, oh, can you do a class? And I was like, mm, I'm not sure. And, and eventually I said, yes. And they were the biggest gift because it was a class that grew in numbers rather than decreasing in numbers. And I just let go of control. And so even though I teach Kundalini yoga, I kind of feel like I have brought more and more intuition in and I made the classes really fun and they helped me make it really fun. And yeah, that everyone got a lot out of it, including me. So that mm. was a really important and step for me to kind of see how much I was trying to control it and how much actually in letting go, how much more space there was to actually have joy and, in, and fun in doing what I was doing. Beautiful. Yeah. And then yeah. I guess I um, just wanted to uh, pick up a little bit on the kind of Netflix thing. Um, so I'm not someone who watches loads and loads of Netflix, but I do feel that being human is also having experiences that make us that are materialistic and human. <laughs> and, you know, we've got all sides of it. And actually there's so many good films that for me help to connect me with my truth. Mm. Um, you know, so I kind of feel like we're very much guided to watch things or do activities that are gonna help us to find another little nugget within us and yes going into meditation and doing those practices that can also bring that but so can watching a really good movie that has a really good message yeah and um or playing a board game with someone and you kind of suddenly go oh I'm being very competitive here what's this about mm. um you know and just allowing us to ourselves to be be human and yeah. have all, all of the experiences that offers and that's the feeling it's the um, it's the doing activities, it's being with other people, it's being by ourselves, um, it's connecting with nature, it's gardening, it's creating our own food. So many different experiences available to us. Yeah, and it is, you know what, it is one of those things that absolutely go and do everything, experience everything, because that's why we came here. But what I was more referring to was when we are doing things and because we don't want to deal with the things that we need to deal with. And so it becomes an over, over-pleasing, overdoing, over-giving, right? So whenever it becomes an over thing where we, all we do is watch Netflix, all we do is eat ice cream every time we feel sad or, or reach for the bottle or something like that, you know, whatever that is, it's like numbing the pain. It's not wanting to deal with it. So absolutely have your human experience, but allow yourself to feel that's the key message here as well allow yourself to feel and then you know those things that you've been putting away and putting off for such a long time that keeps on creeping up you are going to have experiences come into your life and people and even netflix movies or you're going to have billboards you're driving past and something is going to activate you something is going to help you realize that hang on a minute oh, I haven't dealt with this. Something is coming up for me to deal with right now. And I can't let this feeling go anymore. I have to go there now. And it's okay to feel vulnerable. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let go. It's okay to tell someone when you're not feeling okay, someone that you can trust, that can just listen or can give kind words or hugs, okay? Or whatever is in, required in that moment. So as being a human being is fully, like Mel said, enjoying the full spectrum in every single part of your humanness, your beingness here on earth. And the more we deny ourselves being human, the less 
we deny our spiritual, our mm -hmm. higher self to come in and play with us. So it is, it is so important. I want to share something. One of my belief systems or limiting beliefs, I always believe, believe because I am, I was born with all my psychic senses wide open. I used to see spirit. I used to communicate with them. I still communicate with them. Um, I'm a multidimensional channel that can see and hear a lot of things and know a lot of things and access a lot of information. And sometimes that feels really like I can't share it because I feel weird. I feel different than other people. For a long time, I felt different. So I always thought that I'm okay to be alone. I don't need anybody. That was my belief system. I don't need anybody. I'm okay because, you know, I've got my shit together. I'll be okay. And man, was that hard until a point where I had to go and, and I said to spirit, okay, I need a friend. Send me a friend, just one friend, please, that I can share with. Because every time I shared my information, what would happen is they would run and they would go and create a business from that information, or they would create something amazing or do something amazing with that information. And so I would be like, well, why is it happening for them and not with me? And then I realized, hang on a minute, I'm a teacher. <laughs> I'm here to teach them and guide them. So I'm intuitively feeling into what it is that they're, I'm activating within them what's ready to come through them and I was like okay I'm now stepping into this teacher role I'm now letting go of that limiting beliefs and once I did that once I realized that I didn't just need the one friend I got hundreds and thousands of clients and they are now my family and I am not alone right I have a real close relationship with every single one of my clients and it's about understanding that your belief systems actually is your biggest moments of growth, that you can step into your superpowers through really working with that, that uncomfortableness that you're feeling, right? Mm. So my loves, we're um, at one hour and, 20, and 10 minutes, actually, one ten. There we go. Um, <laughs> Is there anything else that you want to share about this human experience with the people that's listening out there? Just as before we go today, anything else you want to leave them with? That, that was such a time warp just then. Whoa, what just happened? <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> um, all right. So I feel like. Mm, yeah there's no right or wrong way <laughs> to be human to do this life um that every moment is as we've been speaking about a learning opportunity no matter how many times you fuck up it doesn't matter we just keep looking at it being able to see it love it accept it and keep keep tuning into the feeling of who is in resonant resonance with you and shedding shedding all that is not aligning just just let it go <laughs> and trust 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 that more magic more 
goodness, more juiciness, more that is going to serve you is coming because we need to create space for the new to come in. We can't just keep trying to, I want this, I want this. And there's still a whole heap of old shit just blocking it because you're already filled up with all of the old shit. So yeah, I would say just being willing to be in the darkness, to be in the mess, to be in all of the emotions, um, keep creating the community, the strong community around you, whoever feels in resonance, just bring them in closer and support each other to, um, yeah, just be with each other in that unconditional love as best you can and and keep looking into the wounds that things hit, might hit because we're all mirrors for one another and no one's better or worse than anyone else. There's no hierarchy. Um, there's no one that's more or less spiritual than anyone else. It's just, <laughs> we're all the same. We're all equal. And, and so, and, and there's no such thing as broken. And I think um, it's just this deep, deep remembrance of who we are and every moment is a moment to remember and come home and we're doing it and yeah I just have so much love for all of you here and anyone who has listened is going to listen in this no time space where everything is just unfolding now 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 and um yeah I just have so much love for this journey and there's no Mm. destination it is (laughs) one big unfolding of life so life death life death life so thank you thank you thank you Mm. Mm. thank you Adele what a message Mel what's your message yeah so my message to um anyone especially um obviously those who are walking the spiritual journey is that the time now is to choose for yourself because if you aren't choosing it will be chosen for you and the lower realms of the collective consciousness um, that we're witnessing crumble aren't having the greatest time And you actually have the power, the sovereignty and the free will to decide where you're going to journey to. And that that means that you, you begin the path of mastery. And that might be mastering your emotions. That might be mastering, you know, the slave codes. That might be mastering your family, your energy, your frequency, your vibration. Whatever that may be, decide and choose it amazing yeah always comes to a choice point we're at a nexus point and this is um adele mentioned you know timeline shifts this is what we're experiencing we're experiencing minute by minute split second by split second timeline shift so within every single processing of your thoughts or your thought processes every single thought process shifts you onto a higher timeline or diverts you into left or right or up or down, whatever it is. So you can choose. And just having this conversation here, we are shifting consciousness. We are shifting timelines. Mm. 
Mm. So it's a beautiful, beautiful space to be. Mm. Thank you, Mel, for that message. Harry Barnes. Mm. I guess I'd like to add to just really trust the choices and the intuitions that come through to you now. Um, trust that you're moving in the right direction and that you are exactly where you need to be and that everything is perfect, even though it might not feel perfect right now. Um, and that you are so held and so loved and, and it's all gonna be okay. It will be, thank you. It will all be okay. Hold that vision, hold that vision in your heart. You know, it will all be okay. Always seek out the highest frequency in terms of joy, love. Do more of what you love. Mm. You know, your experiences. It was interesting. I was interviewing one of my students. Um, she did a little video for me. And I said to her, could you tell me what, about one of your transformational experiences you recently had? And she went, I can't remember any because it's gone. It's no longer there. You know, it's like, timelines are just collapsing things are happening so quickly and it's like our minds our minds are being recalibrated to these higher frequencies frequencies as well and as we activating our creator codes it's seeking out it's like unfolding becoming its most beautiful self and all of that yucky stuff that we thought were yucky and that felt so difficult to get through like you know moving through treacle it's no longer there. And, but it comes down to what do you want now? What do you want your human experience to be like? Do you want to continue perpetuating the cycles that you have been on, <clears throat> you know, of fear? Do you want to keep running that program and running the, the stories? And it comes down to how you, how you move into empowerment and sovereignty is looking at the stories that you're telling yourself. Are they helpful? Are they, <clears throat> are they those kind of stories that you want people to tell you or that you want to tell your friends, right? Or are they, it's, it's always like we, I remember my, my spirit team saying to me that we are our worst critics. We say the worst things, the most horrible things to ourselves. Who do you want to be? How do you want to receive as a human being? How do you want to move forward as a human being? So the choice is yours. No one can choose that for you. So my loves, thank you so much for the conversation. I feel like we can have another conversation on the back of this and talk about codexes, the mother, co mother codex, quantum healing, all of that stuff. So I'm sure I'm going to have these speakers back on my speaker panel again very, very soon. But thank you so much, beautiful woman, for your wisdom and sharing all of your information and everything that you had coming through today. And if you have any questions around this and um, around this topic or you want to add, you know, your own things, I actually just want to check before we go if there is any questions on the Facebook group. So bear with me one second. But if you have any questions, if you're watching the video afterwards and you think, oh, my gosh, I really want to ask about this or I have a comment about it, please look us up. The links will be below this video um, and feel free to get in touch with any of us, these beautiful women are here as well so to to help you 
Oh, let me just turn I'll, that down. <laughs> um, can I share this one little song that wanted to come through today? Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> so this song was created as I was sitting by the river maybe a few months ago and I was looking at this tree out in front of me and I was like, oh, my gosh, it's so beautiful, going down into the earth and shooting up into the sky and, and it just came through in one piece at that moment. <sighs> We come from the one source that's above, so below. Branching out in all directions, we show each other home. We flow on our wild and free, all the colors that we are. We shine our own lights, we birth new leaves of life. We birth new leaves of life. Mm, so beautiful so cute I love it <laughs> and you know this Thank was the dragon Adele. that came through the sunshine yellow dragon and I feel like that song is just like this little it's like this little kid that's sitting there beside the water and um yeah just the the message about remembering where we come from and remembering from the earth and so looking after her and being remembering our indigenous selves and caring for the earth as we care for ourselves yeah totally care for yourselves beautiful people you only have one vessel only one body in this lifetime so look after it look after yourself and allow yourself to surrender more deeply into this beautiful human experience whatever that might mean for you until we speak again, I hope you join us on the next Spirit Talks and we'll keep sharing our wisdom and sharing these beautiful conversations with you all. Much love. <laughs>